Whether you've been walking with God for 100 years, 10 years, 10 months, 10 days, 10 minutes, or even just 10 seconds, it's always an interesting journey. Join us while we talk about the journey. And along the way, we're going to share some of our journeys and challenge all of us to take the most uncommon journey of a lifetime, finding the more of God. Now, here are your hosts, Regina and Doug. Good morning, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending on what hemisphere and country you are in. We welcome you to the road less traveled, the more of God. I am your co-host, Doug Smith, and I am joined today by the illustrious, awesome woman of God slash attorney slash entrepreneur slash author. She's got a lot of slashes, so I'm going to stop before I miss one and make her angry at me. Miss Regina D. Jemison, say hello to the people. Hello, 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 hello. He knows I hate it when he does that, but hello, hello, hello. But I still love But him. am I lying, though? Thank you. But am I lying? Thank you for tuning in. But am I lying is, is the question that the people I'm not lying. That is not the see, I'm not I'm not lying. She's all of those things. And as they used to say, a bag of chips. So today, <laughs> folks, um, I want to start us off by sharing a a a, a joke. Um it, I didn't come up with this joke, so if you don't like it. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those, those kind of dad joke type of things, but there were two brothers <clears throat> who always got into trouble, um, or mischief, I should say, and their mother took them to see the pastor and, um, one by one. And so they, they took the first boy in and sat him down in the chair and, uh, and the pastor, uh, looked at him sternly and said, where is God? And the boy sat there and, and didn't say anything. And the pastor said again, where is God? And the boy sat there again and his eyes got really big and he jumped out of his chair and he, he ran out the door and ran home and he went into his room where his brother was at and he said, they're looking for God and they think we have him. And so our our topic You are today, such a goofball. I am I am. Our topic today is where is God? And this is a topic um that's always relevant because there are times when we struggle with the presence of God. And there are times and I'm just uh, I'll just be transparent that I and I'm talking about myself that I I can, you know, when I feel him, um, it's an awesome time. It, I feel assured of my my steps forward. I feel assured of his presence. I can hear his voice. Um, everything's good, even when it's chaotic. Um, but then when he gets silent, I have I have some issues. I'm not I'm not afraid or ashamed to say that I, I I start looking around and I start questioning, 
the some of the decisions that have to be made or that I am making, the 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 things that I am deciding, I I I, I take a little bit longer to take, and and I start to get worried, and sometimes I would say I would even get anxious because I'm, I'm wondering, God, where are you? And certainly when things turn from good to neutral to bad, and especially in the bad times when you can't hear from God or you don't hear God, when you're when you're left with, with saying, God, if you were only here, we struggle. And so today we want to talk about where is God? And so I'm going to invite you all to, to come into this conversation with us. It's maybe one of the most important conversations that we can have together as a family because we all go through it, especially when life gets rough and things don't go our way and we get the news that we don't want to get. We get, you know, a doctor's report or we get a note from um, the, the the workplace that, that says we're we're being terminated, or we hear of a loved one, or we see violence in in places um, that are maybe near or far to us. Um, we we ask ourselves in those moments, where is God? We we might even get angry about it and say, God, if you were only here, this would not happen. And so it's appropriate for us to wrestle with this notion about where is God. And at this point, I'm going to bring in Regina so we can have this conversation together. Usually she'll say something, we'll, and then I'll say something. But I think today um, we're, we're, we're going to change it up a little bit and just kind of have this conversation together um, about where is God. So if we stumble over each other a little bit, please forgive us um, as we go forward. Regina, what, what do you think? Where is God? Huh. Uh, the, the easy answer is everywhere, right? And mm -hmm. that is an easy answer. And yet, um, when one is in a tight spot or in a challenging um, situation, that may not be a helpful answer, right? Right. Um, because... The, the struggle is, is when God feels far away, you have that legitimate, honest, heartfelt question um, that the, 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 the real, the re what you're really dealing with is, is how do I feel the presence of God, mm -hmm. right? That's the more specificness of that question is how do I feel the presence of God and how do I, um, how do I feel that sense of comfort? How do I um, uh, uh, remind myself that God is everywhere, right? And I think that uh, what's important about the question is, is that perhaps it's not a how so much as it is to remember who God is and who mm. we are. Mm. Okay. Right? Because often it's like, well, how do I? How do I? Oh, well, you should pray more. Oh, well, you should read scriptures more. Oh, well, you should <laughs> blah, 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 blah more. Or, oh, go to church here or go to the temple there. Or, right? And it's like, right. but it's not a question of activity. 
it's it's a real question. It's a real heartfelt question that really uh, gets discovered in in living in that struggle in that in that feeling in in discovering for yourself, mm. not your sister's strategy or your father's way or um, even yesterday's way for yourself. In that moment, it's that you're willing to stay in the fight, stay in the struggle, stay in the thirst for God, the mm. the traveling, the the that taking that road less travel and thirsting after the more of God, even when you don't feel like it. So fact, um, God is everywhere. That's a fact. Um Here's another fact that our emotions will often betray us. That's what I hear you say. And that we have to um, rely on the first fact to get over the second fact. We have to know that God is everywhere, even when every fiber in our flesh cries out that God isn't here. And just just to put just to put a a a a a question to it, it occurs to me that there are purposeful times when God isn't vocal because He wants us to rely on that first fact. So it's often said, and I know this because I am a, a professor. That when there's a test, the teacher says nothing. Similarly, there are, there are times yeah. when it gets hard. There are times when the, it doesn't look good, it doesn't feel good, doesn't smell good, doesn't taste good. There's nothing about it that screams good. In fact, can't even say that. You can't even spell good. It's spelled B-A-D, bad, right? And it's in those times where we are lost and we can be consumed with the emotional stress of the moment. And, and that's nobody's fault because we're human. That's, that's what it is to be human is to deal with those moments in time that, that, that define us and shape us. And did yeah. you did you get it that it does those moments of time yeah. that define us and shape us? And because God knows it's those times that define us and shape us, He wants us to know, not feel, because feelings and emotions can people fall into love, people fall out of love. People like you like you sometimes because you said something real good. And then they don't like you when you don't say something real good. So feelings and emotions, you know, they they go up and down like waves in the ocean. But what you know and what is a fact is a fact. You can't squabble over a fact. God is everywhere, all the time, ever present. You don't have to ask, where is God? You have to know where God is. Mm. Those are two different statements. uh, Yeah, those are those are 
and the knowing of which, the confidence of which will will center you in a different way, will direct you in a different way. And so here, and and I'm being really thoughtful about this because I'm also being convicted at the same time. So I'm really struggling myself in this conversation because, you know, part of what you said really, um, well, let's, let me just be transparent. Let me back up. So I recently discovered earlier this week that there was somebody that I was intentionally just not praying for. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And while many people may not find that problematic, please know that for me who intercedes for people on a regular basis and that that is part of my whole life and being, that's a problem for me. Like that's a red flag. Right. And so what I hear is there hasn't been a knowing about God regarding this person. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and so because out of this own person's mouth, they don't believe certain things that are consistent with my beliefs and with who I know God to be. I withdrew mm-hmm. and took away, like I somehow collapsed that with that God still wasn't sovereign, amazing, and everywhere all the time even regarding that person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I get you. So, um, so what you hear in my uh, voice is both the realization and the real transparent working through of, mm-hmm. and when you know that, then there's confidence and how I act and how I behave and how I interact in what I do, right? And I have not been confident regarding this person and the situation, right? right? I have been hedging my bets and strategizing and quite frankly, angry. Mm-hmm. And so uh, so it's really helpful to to hear that. And I appreciate the grace of working this out on the air. and you know and that um so it's not a how it really isn't well how do I do this and well how do I do that and well how do I not be angry and how do I you know think better of the person or well how do I make them do different or how do I have peace with what they not you know like all of that right all bad questions God is Period. That's the end of that's the end of the sentence. <laughs> right. And God, right. God will God, God will handle God's business. Right? God will handle God's business like God always has. Regarding Damn. me and and anybody in my space. Right. Dan, Daniel yeah. uh prayed and it took the angel 21 days, right? 20 some odd days if it wasn't 21. At any rate, um, the angel said, God, God hurt you. Right? God is, God is, is, is right where you need him to be. You don't have to wonder where God is. I know it might feel like, right? Again, 
That's fact number two. Your, your feelings will betray you. The sisters at the tomb of Lazarus, when Jesus arrived at the scene, said, Lord, if you had only been here, if you'd only been here, our, our, our brother would, would be alive, right? Um, if you had only been been here, the, the Roman centurion turned to, to the Lord and said, Lord, you, you know, I'm a, I'm a Roman centurion. I, I command people when I say go, they go and do this and do that. They do that and they do this. But you can do it from right where you're at. And so in both of those instances, we, we see, the, we see the, the two sides of the coin of questioning where God was and knowing where God is. And it's an important yeah. thing that we always have to know where God is. And I, I, I'm, you're not the only one that's going through some, some things on air. I'm thinking of all the times as a youth where I, I always question how my mother could endure the things that she endured. And I would get so angry in the moment, angry enough that it would Everything inside of me wanted to strike out and lash out at people, places, and things that put her slash us in these situations. And, and just seeing the, the peace of God surrounding her. And it just dawned on me right in this moment that she never questioned where God was, but she always acknowledged where God is in the moment. Yeah. And, 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 and that yeah. changes the lens or the perception of how you can keep your back straight. This changes your perception of how you can walk and talk when everything around you is falling apart. It allows you to sleep at night knowing that you have a savior, that you have a king that still reigns supreme, that moves the earth around the sun, that that God, that very same God that is a promise keeper, that God that that is that a same one, maker, that God that 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 willfully held his breath on the tree and descend into darkness and hell, that very same God, he's not absent. He's not wandering around like, you know, I, I, Regina, you and I both have, have like you and I do sometimes. Right. We do. And and we let our dogs out. Right. And, and, and they go out and they're not on the leash. And sometimes we look and look at where we think they ought to be, but they're not there. And, and and I call out to, to mine, where are you? Come, come, come. We don't have to do that with God because God is right there. Now, if anything, God might be asking, where are we? Right, right. Because right, he has right. not moved in his position as king of king and lord of lords. But there right. are times when we move away from the throne of grace yeah. intentionally without thinking because we've not mm-hmm. given him, if you listen to our last episode, um, we've not given him proper devotion and attention. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd invite you to go listen to that episode. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We move, but he doesn't move. And so 
it, it's funny because, you know, in ancient times, they used to think that the earth was the center of the universe and the sun and all that good stuff. And then it got proven, you know, from a physics, astrophysics thing that the earth is not the center of the universe, but it was a matter of perspective. Right. And so when you mm. understand the perspective of God, you understand that he has not moved. He's always if you claim him as your savior, the word of God is true that he would never leave us or forsake us. So that no matter what happens, Romans 8, 38 and 39 still stand true. And for those of you that don't know what Romans or don't happen to have that nothing that, that scripture, that text in front of you, let me nothing. read it for you. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In other words, let me give you the, the DPS translation. In other words, God is here. God is present always present, always on time. And all we have to do is synchronize our perspective with him and everything will be all right. Well, there you go. I mean, I don't think there's anything left to say. So wherever you may find yourself, we trust and believe that you will locate yourself where God is. Let us pray. Gracious and kind God, we give you thanks for this day, for this day that you have allowed us to live in, breathe in, for this day that you have allowed us to worship and work in, for this day that has been leisure, that has been so many things, but God, we give you thanks for this day that you have allowed us. And so God, we pray that you would help us to uh, stay close to you and that we would find ways and uh, draw upon our heavenly memory to be reminded that you are always present, that you are always working, that you are always healing, always delivering, always being God. And so God, we pray that you would help us to stay close to you and that you would help each and every one of our listeners, that you would help all of us to remember that you are ever present and doing great works in the world. And so God, Change us the way that we need to be changed. Remind us the way that we need to be reminded. Test us the way that you uh, uh, that you believe is appropriate and help us to come on through the fire and, uh, and be whole and to be filled with joy and to be reminded that you're present and, and ever-present help in time of trouble. So God, if there's anybody listening that is struggling at this point, we pray that you would give them a spirit of wisdom and that you would give them a spirit of, of, of joy and revelation that would descend upon them and help them to know that you are ever present and life is ever changing. And so that they will come through yet this too on the other side. So do your great work in our lives. This is our prayer. And we pray it in your name and say amen. Amen. We do want to remind you that stay tuned for our next episode. Stay tuned for our next episode where we will uh, just touch a little bit of heaven and discuss the aroma of getting God's attention. The aroma 
of getting God's attention. So stay tuned uh, for us next time. Until then, we love you and we'll see you soon. We want to thank all of you for listening to The Road Less Traveled. We invite you to visit us at TravelingWithGod.com or on Facebook at The Road Less Traveled Podcast. If you're able to get to all of our episodes, our blogs, bios for us and our guests, you can leave us a voicemail, submit of a review, and a whole lot more. So until next time, this is Doug. Peace and blessings. Stay on the uncommon path. The Road Less Traveled.